Well, holy shit! Survive. We are about to get into it. Welcome to Total Chat Show! We have an awesome, awesome motherfucker here on the show today. One of my buddies! I'm this talking about a vibe. <laughs> Right? It gets you in the mood. It gets Did you, you make that mood. yourself? No, I wish. That's uh, from an elevator from Circus Circus. From actual Circus Circus? I think so. Yeah, I was looking up elevator music. And it was like Circus Circus. Oh, shit. <laughs> so if That's you so ever, specific. If you ever want to hear that, <laughs> go to Circus Circus, I guess. Did you go? How, you've lived out here for a while, right? Like almost, almost four years now. Oh, that's it? That's a long-ass time. I've been out here a long-ass time, my friend. How long, How many years have you been out here? 20-something. First off, we didn't even tell motherfuckers who you are. This is Echo. Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what my up? buddy Echo is motherfucking here. We are uh, just fucking hanging out. We're going to shoot the shit about some music, some uh, weird stuff, talk about Vegas, all that good let's shit. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. So how long you been out here in Vegas? Like 20-something years. I've been oh, out here a long shit. time. Dude, and I I'm basically to, born and raised because nobody's born and raised out here. <laughs> well, I also like try to tell everyone that I never want to live anywhere else. Like you can never find a city like Las Vegas. I really don't think you can. I'd agree, but I haven't lived anywhere else. So, uh, okay, I get that. There's nothing there. I haven't come across anything that's given me a reason to leave. That's for goddamn sure. Well, well dude. You can order literally anything at four in the morning in Vegas. That's kind of the biggest thing, especially when I go on tour. I fucking hate it because you're so used to everything. It. The whole fuck every most cities shut down yes. at one yes. a.m. Maybe two, right? And you can't get shit ever. Dude, and, like McDonald's is some towns have a twenty-four hour McDonald's. Sometimes, rarely though. Yeah, like rarely. It, but Waffle House always a staple. Which we don't have those in Nevada. Why not? I don't know. Like, we no, should open one. Bro, we would be millionaires. How can we do that? I mean, I think you can buy into a Waffle House franchise. I couldn't be that much money. $4,500 at max. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I'm like, how much is a franchise? They're like, how much you got? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually would not put it past Waffle House to tweet me that if they had a fucking Twitter. A guy smoking a cigarette down to the butt. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> we can make payments. He's also the, the cook. Waffle House is the only fucking restaurant that if you get a franchise, the juice starts running like <laughs> like the mob. <laughs> Just like <laughs> I would seriously try and do that. I don't understand why there wouldn't be Dude, one. Dude, it's out so here. crazy because all we have out here is Denny's and fucking IHOP. You know, Yo, our, our listen, 24 hours. Listen, tables. listen, don't you dare. Don't you dare. I will die on this Blueberry Hill. For which restaurant? Blueberry Hill. On, wait, Blueberry Hill, the restaurant, the yes. diner? Yes. It's. What? It's not. That, How could you? Bro, it's not as good as anybody says. No, you're out of your mind. Dude, you're crazy. You're out of your mind. Egg and eyes, way nope. better. Nope. Way better. Nope. You haven't been to Pancake Pantry in Nashville. You nah, know. bro. Blueberry Hill is, is, if you ever come to Vegas, you go to Blueberry Hill. That shit is the fire. I say go to Egg and I. But that's just the Egg and I? No. That, no. How dare you? It reminds me of Waffle House a little. I feel like the everybody, egg and I yeah, everybody there has felonies for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about a Waffle House, just the way it looks when you walk in there. You, Dude, it's, it's, a, a whole vibe. it's a whole feeling. Like, like, if you don't have a prison tattoo, don't cook my eggs. Yeah. You know, that's what I want. I think if you don't smoke cigarettes while you're cooking my eggs, like, if there's not a little bit of ash in my eggs, that's what, what are you doing That's what gives it here? taste. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they don't add pepper. <laughs> it's like just it is cigarette pepper. ash. But the, the, the thing is that people that have never been in Waffle House, like, look at, look at my butt. I know. I've been looking <laughs> at it. You have a Waffle House flag. I, you have to, you know, and it just, I think one day we should just get in the car and drive. Four hours to the closest Waffle House. There's no way there's is. one within four hours. Yeah, it's a hundred. It's a hundred and eighty-two miles away. It's Where in Arizona? Mm. Yeah, I think, think we should I open one. I, I honestly drunk. think we should open one. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think millions because people don't understand. But here, here's the thing: we can only hire off Craigslist. There's got to be a reason. <laughs> there's got to be a reason that there isn't one. I. 
You think Denny's and IHOP has a hold on Nevada? Yo, they might. <laughs> they might just have like just went to the right people and been like, "Listen, Waffle House ain't happening here." Give what I'm saying? Yeah, we just get like a brick through the window. It's like stop. <laughs> <laughs> there will only like, be one waffle in this town. I'm not stopping. You got a fucking blown up in a car bomb, dude. What's your favorite Via Denny's? <laughs> Just people, cars yeah. start blowing up outside of Denny's. It's just a rivalry. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Bro, I don't think that Waffle House has a Twitter. I don't even think they're in technology yet. Like, everyone and the corporation no, is that would kill years it. behind. That would kill it. But can you imagine how fire Waffle House's social media would really be? I didn't even check if they have a Twitter. I need to. They probably do. If they're not like Wendy's Twitter, I don't want it. Listen. Oh. When, did you ever listen to Wendy's rap I'm album? sorry. I have... I have I have strong opinions about this. About Wendy's Twitter? Yeah, specifically. Oh, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Are you, like, specifically how? I hate it. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I hate, corp- I hate evil corporations acting like they're your buddy online, and they're so, like, witty and funny and cool and hip but they're pieces of shit. Like this is an evil corporation that does the, this like the, the corporate wokeness and, and all that kind of shit. I fucking can't stand it. It's, and people are just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I went, I'm like, dude, they don't pay people shit that they feed fucking shitty food to the world. And you just gassed up because they have someone that's funny handling their fucking social media. But see, that's the thing is, is I think without that one person, like seriously, one day someone just had to walk you know, up and be like, you know what? Let's give this 19 year old kid, Brian, the Twitter account. And he just, and they're like, do whatever you need to do. Make us pop off. I feel like it's literally one kid who started that. And they just gave him the go ahead to be fucking ruthless online. But the thing is, is like, I get it. Evil corporation doing shit to try to like be, I guess the best way to say it is relevant. So they do what's trendy, and what's trendy online is fucking fucking with people and being an asshole, I guess. But also the wokeness. Right. Corporate super- wokeness pisses me off because it's like Wendy's will take a stance on whatever they have to to be more popular right. online, except for things like, I don't know, Daniel obesity. More. <laughs> obesity that they contribute to, which is the top three, like one, two, and three for, for top causes of death. In the you don't States. want to talk about, but you, I remember only in the United States. Yeah, but it's nowhere what, else in the world. Wendy's isn't anywhere else in the world except the United States. So what do you have to fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. This is going a little too like deep into some <laughs> shit, but it's like Wendy's my whole thing is, is sure like tweet an echo. My whole Wendy's. thing is like fuck you, Wendy's. Like <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> Dude, but. He, the thing is, did you ever hear the Wendy's rap album they dropped? No, I would like, never. It's called We Beefin'. And it's a female rapper as Wendy. And all she does is talk smack about McDonald's ice cream machine being broken. I mean, that is genius. (laughs) It's funny. I can get behind that. (coughs) I can fuck with that. I mean, (laughs) we'll we'll get off the Wendy's conspiracy. (laughs) Fuck you, Dave. (laughs) Fuck Dave. Dave Thompson would never be that funny. Yeah, dude. Dave Thompson is rolling. Fuck him. But imagine imagine if Waffle House had a Twitter and they just let one of the cooks handle it. I You'd be like, like, all right, y'all. Y'all want some fucking eggs? Nah, Get this in this is, motherfucker. I, like, it wouldn't give a fuck. I feel like uh, Wendy's or Waffle House Twitter would just be retweets of just weird porn. I think it would be retweets. And fights. <laughs> I was just about be retweets to say. of Worldstar and like... Uh, uh, um, Lower tier OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm one of the higher tier ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? No, but it would. It would because I feel like 98% of every time in this world that the words world star have been yelled, it's in a Waffle House parking lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> they should right. collab. We need to look. <laughs> <laughs> the if you the fit- Waffle House world star collab. Tag Waffle House in your favorite world star video. Get a free waffle. That would be fire. All right, we need, Can we, we start the blue go- Waffle House? No. Absolutely what if we just make not. a Waffle House but paint, paint it blue? And so it's just subliminal. You think they would fucking sue us? Who, Waffle House? Yeah. They don't have enough money to sue us. <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe they do. We need to look into how much a Waffle House. It's a cook who is. just starts going to law school and just starts reading up some books. Or it's a cook who uh, read up on law in prison so he could represent himself. It's so funny because all my friends who have felonies have all worked at Waffle House. Yeah. Every single one of them are like, where you working at Waffle House, man? And they all know a lot about law. Well, yeah, because they, yeah, they have to. But that's the thing. When you're in jail and you talk to other people about their offenses and offenses and like what the, the court is doing to them and shit, like it's, it's fucking crazy because you learn a lot. About yeah. the way law works and things you can get out of, and it's it's crazy. It's like a kind of a school. Once you go to certain jails, start talking to certain people. I mean, that's how I learned how to fucking package cocaine properly. In jail? No, no, no. I learned talking to a felon. Oh, gotcha, like, gotcha, like gotcha. telling me about how to package it, and he, you know, he was freshly out of jail, but he was like in your oh. butt. You know, I've only hidden one thing in my butt, and that's because I was thought it? I was getting pulled over. It was a a, a little forty. No, it was a little baggie I had of ten rolls. In this little baggie, and I shoved it right up my butt, bro. If that baggie would have broke, I would have a been ten roll. Oh shit! Yeah, X pills. Yeah, damn. I was getting pulled over, and I was just like, mm, got it up in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then the cop literally just came up to my window, and he's like, he's like, you know, there's a stop sign back there, right? And I was like, didn't even I'm see just it. thinking of the idea of you putting it up your ass while the cop is walking. Bro, I, a, it was going. Uh, <laughs> it was going in my butt when I saw red and blue lights, bro. The second I saw that in the review, it was something was going in my ass. And you got it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy getting it out. It's just like you just push a little. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to put any. Damn it, Charlie! <laughs> I've never had to put any drugs in my ass yet. Yet, yet yeah. is the key word there. Yeah, the key word. yeah they're getting more and more, um, you know, uh, intense at the airport. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, a little I bit. won't try and take drugs across state well, line. You don't even do drugs. I'll fuck with some mushrooms from time to time. Nice, nice. Well, I'll take you, those across state line. Have you ever, uh, have you ever tripped in the desert? Done mushrooms in the desert here? Kind of like, you know, one of those like experiences where you're just in the desert connecting no. with nature, like some Beavis and Butthead do America shit. Oh God, I would pay for that to happen to me. No, I haven't. <laughs> I think I've only no. Only like the comfort of my home. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Vegas, though? The cost of living. <coughs> the cost of living is nice here. Yeah. And it's the, getting a little more expensive. Yeah, but the thing is, is though, you know, a lot of people are moving here from L.A. because of the price. It's just so much cheaper to live here, right? Yeah. But the thing is, is what they don't understand is everybody's bitching like, oh, price of living is going to go up. No. We have so much desert to expand into. They're already building like 800 new But the homes. price of living has gone up for sure. Yeah, but I think it's gone up everywhere. It's not just Nevada. Well, like, but here it would go up slowly. It would kind of just like meander up. Right, right. But right. in the last two years, the price of my house has gone insane. Oh, it's good though. It's good, but I wanted to buy another one, so that's bad. But... Right. We'll just wait till the housing market pops, and then these $2 million homes will go for $83. Yeah. The but price I mean, of a Waffle House franchise. And then <laughs> there's multiple things I like about I mean, the weather. I mean, it gets hot, but fucking whatever. There's no humidity. There's no humidity. Price of living. The proximity. You know what I mean? You're four hours from Phoenix. You're four hours from, from LA. LA. Yeah. You're only, you know, eight hours from Reno if you want to score some smack. Uh, <laughs> I hate Reno so much. Do you? Me and my ex, Lydia, went to fucking uh, Reno, and it was the weirdest fucking town Is that town your first ever time ever to. going to Reno? Yes, oh, yes. Well, you know. We stayed at what we thought was the nicest hotel there. We're like, we'll get a nice hotel called? for the night. Uh, it was right beside a river, um, and it's it's the sign that says Welcome to Reno is right in front of this hotel. I cannot remember the name, but mm. it's the hotel right beside the Welcome to Reno sign. Okay. And, bro, everything was closed during the daytime during everything was closed and it wasn't because of the pandemic it was just closed those yeah, were their business everything hours. closed no no it's just their business hours oh gotcha so gotcha okay fucking insane why would you close your shop at 6 p.m i i don't get it and yeah. then and then the other thing is is like we found one bar where we could like get drinks and everything at 9 p.m it was so weird Ugh. Yeah, it, I, I just, I, I don't fuck with Reno, man. Well, you only went one time. That's all I ever want to go to. Listen, that should be their slogan, Reno. Listen, one time's all you need. Reno, this, okay, yeah, Reno's not great. Let's let's be real. But 
It's like they took the worst. It's like they took the worst part of Vegas and just stretched it, <laughs> and and then made it cold, because it definitely gets cold as fuck up there. But it's not that. I like Reno, but also Tahoe is really close to Reno. So, like, oh, Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Do you, do you like Lake Mead or Lake Tahoe better? Lake Tahoe. Lake Mead's a fucking shithole. I like Lake Mead. I oh, like shitholes. Nobody likes Lake Mead. I'm f- I do, bro, That's I came from trailer do. parks. Dude, I've street. been cliff jumping <laughs> at Lake Mead my entire <laughs> I life. shitty places. I like shitty places, too. But that's the thing. Vegas, you're close to a lot of shitty places, too, which is nice. Right? You just go to North Vegas. Shitty. Yeah, you're right in the middle. But I like that. I like, I don't know, I like everything except for, we don't really have a, a big art scene, but that's growing. Yeah, I mean, the art district gets bigger and bigger every, you know, year, I feel, and there's more art galleries, and, yeah, you know, and I just wish there was a bigger metal scene here. Mm. I really do wish there was a bigger metal scene. You hear that, metalheads? Yeah, you hear that? Charlie's got a hot take. (laughs) Where's the fucking metal? So, yeah. You you are a local Vegas artist. Uh, Yeah. Um, Okay, so let me ask you, like. I don't like that word, though. Artist? Local. Local? I mean, well, you're everywhere. Have we talked about this? No. Oh, I fucking hate, like, here's the thing. Promoters, if you're listening, which you're not. (laughs) Stop calling local artists local artists. It cheapens us, and we fucking know it. and You know it, and it's bullshit. I I never thought about it that way, that it cheapens. Like, just saying you're just a local artist. It does. I feel that now. I never thought about that. from Vegas? Imagine Dragons. When they play and Vegas, no one ever calls them. When they a play local Vegas, artist. are they a local artist? Imagine Dragons. No, motherfucker. Panic, <laughs> Panic at the Disco's from Vegas. You're not like local artist. Panic at the Disco. You know what I mean? So stop fucking calling me a local artist. I'm I just, think, a, I'm just I think an artist. they might say it though to get the crowd to be like, "Oh, he's from our hometown." I think they get that so the crowd's like, <gasps> "Oh, uh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been like, oh, he's from here? Awesome. I'm going to pay attention more now. No. No. <laughs> Never once. Never once. You hear the local and you're like, oh. All right. Like well. if someone goes, I'm from Florida, I go, ah, I instantly stop paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a reverse thing. <laughs> but, I mean, I didn't know the metal scene was lacking. At all. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not big out here, you know, but in Nashville, they have a lot of like hardcore, you know, a big hardcore scene and metal scene. And... But as you being an artist here in Vegas, not a local artist, but an artist here. <laughs> I am a local artist. I'm just saying when when people market you playing a show as a local artist or even like festivals, if you play a Vegas festival, right? right, And you're from Vegas, they're just like, well, I'll put you on the local stage. I'm like, oh, the I don't give a fuck stage. Cool. Thanks. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody gives a fuck about a local. Why don't you give it a real name and put Vegas artists on it? Right, right. You know what I mean? It means more if someone finds out after, like, if I rock some shit and then afterwards I'm like, thanks, Vegas, hometown. And then I was like, oh shit, he's from here. Then it's cooler. It's like, if you find out beforehand, then you have to win them. If you find out afterwards, then people are like, oh, that's dope. Yeah. I like the show, and he's from here. That's yeah, fire. Yeah. Exactly. But have you ever been to like, because I've been to a couple of festivals, and one of the things that pisses me off about festivals when, when I'm working them at least. And like hosting on stage or whatever. The people. No. Not a, well, some of the people suck. <laughs> um, but it's it's more or less the fact that, like you said, there's a littler stage. And I have friends who are playing some of those smaller stages. And at the same time, while my friends are playing, there's a massive band playing less than fucking a half a block away on a massive stage. Yeah. And I hate how they stagger shit like that. Because it really does take away from people, A, finding new music that they could really get into at a festival. Yeah. You know, and it be, it takes away from the person who's performing. I think it's fucking bullshit. And I've had to deal with that a lot. So I've, I've had a bunch of people pissed off being on like the smaller, like local stages, you know, I don't mind being on a smaller stage. Just don't call it a local stage and I'll be happy. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, that's gonna, it. I want to start a fucking festival now just so echo could play. going to be like, he's a worldly artist. Echo the world. He's on the worldly stage. I'm a world stage. <laughs> Put me on the world stage, not the local stage. <laughs> Just a world star stage. And I'm a fist fight. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll play anything and I have played anything and I've played festivals for zero people and I played festivals for thousands of people. But all I'm saying is I'm not even speaking for me. I'm just speaking for artists coming up. Like, I don't know. Show them a little, you know, yeah, a little more pizzazz, a little love. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or I, I think people don't know what they're doing a lot of the time. I think they don't get that it, it can cheapen somebody. Yeah, I mean, like... I, I don't think anyone's being malicious about it. Or like, <laughs> right, fuck right, these right. guys. They just don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. It's so funny that that's one of your pet peeves. <laughs> it's not even like a pet peeve. I'm just like, uh, you know. Yeah, just irritating after all these years, you know. Because, I mean, dude, like... Honestly, if you look at it, like over the years you've been doing this, like you've expanded so fucking much, you know, and you you're one of those people like when I started because, you know, I got this new album coming out and a lot of it, it wouldn't have happened without you because Echo I don't was, think that's true. I, it is true. It would have happened. I, I don't know, man, because if it wasn't for you and Curtis, the producer, you know, um, I wouldn't have had this opportunity to do it and I would have kept just putting it off and putting it off and putting it off but you know you being like just fucking do it da, yeah. da, da, da. and you know you hooking me up with your producer and uh, just me seeing how many songs you record and when I saw the first time I came to the studio with you and you were just showing me some of the songs you had mm-hmm. it was like kind of eye opening because I sit there and I think about it and I'm like yo this guy is putting out track after track banger after banger and he's doing it week after week. I was like, I've been waiting 10 years. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, yeah. Echo's putting out bangers a week and i not doing anything. And it turned out great. I even got you coming out on one of the songs I'm super yes. fucking stoked on. I'm stoked on it too. Yeah. And you, you got a bunch of new stuff coming out, which is fucking awesome. Well, I'm just glad you're putting it out. I, I think too many people have, I don't know if people get in their heads or, you know, they don't want to put out a song or they get... A lot of people get weird about it. Uh, I think people get self-conscious, especially making music. And What's scary sometimes, you know? It is just because the internet's full of such shitty people. Oh, I know people are going to hate my songs, say that I shouldn't be doing it, and just yeah. stick to comedy, yeah. whatever, you know? But the, the thing is, is like, you can attest to it. If you literally think anything about this album, you're wrong. I got 80s love songs on there. I got a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just self-expression. That's, yeah. that's all it is. And it's like, if, if you want to make something, you should go make it. And if people don't like it, fuck them. Who cares? And that's, that's the thing is, if 20 people listen to this album or 20,000, I really, this was for me. Like a release. That's what me. it has to be. You know? The music has to be for you. At the end of the day, when I make a song, like, if I like it, then I don't give a fuck if you hate it or like it or not. Like, I don't, why the fuck would I care what you think? Like, I made it for, I make this shit for me. Like, I fuck with it. Right. I think it's dope. I'm surprised I could make this. You know what I mean? Like, what? I'm, do you hear this? I made this shit. Is that crazy? Who thought I could ever make something like this? Right. And you know? I was going to ask you, because you, you, you have had some songs with, with uh, more rock tones to them. So, when you when you transition from the thing that you've been doing for so long and you transition into that new thing, do you ever do you ever second guess stuff like that because of the back talk? Like, oh fuck, you know, you know, or is it one of those things where you just literally do it because it's for you? I've always thought you'll never please everybody, right? Right, but if you if you like it, then you win every time. So it doesn't, then it's okay. I've made 50s doo-wop songs. I've made 80s songs. If I, Whatever the fuck I'm feeling, I'll make it. And sometimes to my own demise, because then people are like, well, I don't know what to do with you. You know, every label or manager, well, I don't know what to do with you. You made a song about comic books, and then you just sent me the song about uh, how you, you and your mom got hooked on Oxycontin. What is this? You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, I don't know. It's fucking me, dude. That's it. So if you're a fan of me, you're a fan of me. Right. It doesn't Which it shouldn't is good. matter That's... what music I'm making or where, like, my self-expression will take me wherever. I can only go where the inspiration takes me. And I don't know where that's going to be tomorrow. That might be this rock album I'm going to put out. Because that's what I'm feeling at the moment. And I didn't second guess anything until it was done. And now I'm listening to it. And then I'm like, well, are people going to like this? people are gonna fuck with this is it too much and at the end of the day i don't care because i like it right and i have to live with it like you motherfuckers don't need to live with this shit for the rest of your life i do this is a part of my 
history. It's part of my footprint for the rest of my life that I have to live with. And if I don't fuck with it, then that sucks. Right. But I stand behind it 100% and I love it. So if you don't, sorry, you know, whatever, <laughs> just go fucking listen to something else. I don't. And I, and I hate the fact that, that, you know, when artists do come out of their genre of music, they do get a lot of backlash for it. And I hate that because music is fucking, you can write a gospel song or a fucking death metal song and it still have the same resonancy to people. I only think the backlash happens when what you're doing isn't genuine to you. Oh, like it's just for, for fame or for money or for a trend. Yeah, or for to try and get like a certain look for something or to try and make something more popular or try and make something pop off. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're acting genuinely artistically and wherever your inspiration and passion is taking you, you can't argue with that with an artist. You can hear it. You can hear if somebody's being real and genuine, even if they switch their genres, and you can hear if someone is full of shit. And it's only when the people are full of shit and that they're like, what the fuck is this? You know, Miley Cyrus, her last album was like this seventies rock. Oh yeah. Like a Pat Benatar kind of dude. And I was like, this is the shit right here. A couple of those singles I have on my playlist. Bangers, bangers, straight bangers. So good. You listen to something like that and you're like, okay, you're, it feels like you're doing what you've always wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? To me, when I listen to that, I'm like, okay, this is, I feel like I'm getting you here. Actually, Miley Cyrus, yeah. You know what I mean? And, I mean, some some people hate on this shit, but I felt like that with the MGK album, too. His, I listened to that, and I was like, okay, this feels natural. This feels like where you wanted to be. Like, you talking about, like, the first songs came out with the Young Blood, that album? I'm talking about the rock album. Right, right, right. The right. pop punk album. I mean, there are some songs that I like on there too, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of people who feel that he he just did that to just as like a trend. There is a people that he was just wanting to be trendy. That's a great thing to say, except he started the trend. Did he? That album like brought back pop punk. Dare you, Pop Punk has never died. Pop Punk was fucking dead. How dare you, dead, Echo? Dead. <laughs> and I've been a fan of Pop Punk my entire I'm a fucking white kid. Like, you know what I mean? What the fuck? <laughs> of course, I'm a white kid who grew up in the early 2000s. The fuck? You're like, I bled some 41. I did. Everybody did. You <laughs> Bro, know? We used to cover some 41 in our band. Like, I, I do old Pop Punk, like Good Charlotte. I love Good Charlotte Live. They're so good live. I love Good Charlotte. I don't care who hates me for it. They're fucking amazing. But the, I, I get it. And I just, it's just the the whole genre switch thing I love because I always want to hear what an artist would do in a different genre. Yeah. That's why I fuck with Jelly so hard. Because, I mean, he went. Jelly's from, a great example. He of went that. from one genre, murdered it, to another genre, murdered it, and went even bigger. It's It's. But his Crazy. was a natural progression. Right. You see, because it starts, his music starts uh, blending and blending, and then he just does an album where he just pushes it all the way yeah, to the, to the one end. And it doesn't, it's not jarring, because it's like, oh, well, yeah, this is a piece of this person. And then you have to stop looking at people like they're one-dimensional. Like, I grew up listening to rap music. Yes, underground hip-hop was my shit. But I also grew up listening to a fucking myriad of other shit. There's other things that inspire me. There's other, I, and you know, it's, and sometimes it's like, I didn't know I could do this. Like when it comes to this new album, I'm like, none of this shit I knew I could do. I didn't know I had this in my skill set. I didn't know I had this tool. That's, and that's, once I start fucking with it, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I could do this. This is fun. This is different. This is new. When I start, I was talking to Jaron Benton about this yesterday because he sent me a song that's like on some like really weird Nirvana type fucking shit. And I'm like, Jaron, this is like, this is you. And I know this is you. Cause I know you fuck with this music and this is like what you've been fucking with for just as long as you've been fucking with rap, but you were never like able to make this kind of stuff. And we're talking about <coughs> when 
I've been rapping for so long that I'll sit there and I know so much about rap that it makes it hard. I, I know the things that I, that I could be doing wrong or I have to push myself because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that cadence. I want to switch it here. I want to do this. And I, with this, I, when, then you switch genres and go into something new and you're like, yo, this is just fun. I don't know if this is wrong or not. I don't know if I should be doing this or not, but it feels right. I mean, that, bro, that's what I did on yeah. my album. I just did what felt good. Yeah. You know? But like, with, with the thing that you're talking about is, is just going with a feeling and switching genres like you did. You know, and it was just fun for you. I like you said, it's genuine. And I, and with with Jelly, he grew up on Music Row. I mean, that's why yeah. I fuck with Jelly so hard. We grew up in the same Antioch. Like, you know, fucking friends and us have bought weed from Jelly. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you know. But it's it's one of those things. It's, it's general and general and natural. And you could tell that he's actually getting emotions and feelings out with these songs. It's not just a trend thing. It's same with you. You can tell that you're having fun. It's it's a natural progression of something that you want to do. A label didn't force you into it. Yeah, you know something like that just to get numbers up. You're like fuck it. If people fuck with it, they fuck with it. They don't. They don't. But I re- I agree with you. You could feel that genuine in the music. You know, well, there's other things of like I have something I want to say, right? How and I don't feel like I'm in a place where I can say it doing what I'm doing right so like with the with the making the rap songs I'm like I don't have anything I want to say in this pocket anymore like there's nothing that I feel pulling me or drawn to talk about or a topic that I feel like I can do here you know what I mean I'm just I'm just gonna start recycling the same old shit and that's the last thing I want to do because then I'm completely uninspired and I wasn't writing rap songs for like the last three four months before i started writing shit i was trying and there's just nothing there i'm just not inspired i'm like 16 fucking do the ad-libs do the bar you know what i mean i'm like it's it's just not it's not him for me i have I, there's something else i need to be saying and i don't know what it is but i need to find it right and sometimes it takes just having a different scope to put it through you know what i mean and that's kind of what i found with all these new songs and i'm I'm saying shit that i've always wanted to say just didn't know how to say it you know what i mean or didn't have the the right tools to to say it and you never know man you could put out like three banger rock albums and when you go to do another hip-hop album that inspiration just kicks you right back in the balls again i already well being able to step outside and do this album which is only like nine songs right and I haven't even released any yet, but Ooh. yeah, I haven't put out any of them yet, but, um, it's only nine songs, but then we wrap that up in like November. Here's something that's funny too. Okay. So this is a sidebar, but you're talking about jelly roll. So I, I opened for jelly roll in Dallas. Right. Oh, that was a big arena. Yeah. Fucking like 8,000 people. Crazy. Um, shout out to jelly roll. Fucking Love you, bub. Can't say enough. <laughs> Him and Bunny are the best. But he takes me on his tour bus after the show and is like, let me show you this record. And it was the uh, the one he just dropped. Yeah. Um, I can't fucking think of the name right now. I can't think of the name of the But it, it's the country album. Right, the one that just went... Ballads for the Broken, I, f- I believe it's called. It was Broken Hearted, maybe? Ballads for the Broken. The one that, that, that he just dropped. That right, all, right, right. He's already fucking murdering it with the singles yeah yeah and i'm listening to it i'm like bro this is like a natural progression this feels right like you fucking you're doing something special here this feels like i'm listening to something that's timeless and special and i was just inspired and i got back home and made my new album that's fucking awesome though and i was like i need to do something i need to move outside of this box. I need to try something different. And then, and then made that. So I was like a huge catalyst just being like, Oh, you can do this. Like you can do it. And you should, I shouldn't stop. I shouldn't shy away from it. I should lean into it. Like if I'm being drawn somewhere and I keep, that's the thing. If artistically you're being drawn in any direction, fucking lean into it. Stop. There's fear. There's insecurity, all this shit that will like make you pull back from it. But you should always lean into it because that's, Wherever you're being drawn, you're going to get your best shit from, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, if you look at it, man, realistically, 
music altogether, I feel, is just poetry. And all mm-hmm. great poetry through time has been written from recra- recounts of actual events or an actual feeling that someone's had when they wrote the poem. And honestly, like, you can, I, I mean, I think I can tell when I hear a song on the radio and I'm like, ah, someone wrote that for you. Yeah. You know, and then you you hear something on the radio and you're like, oh, this is fucking deep. There's no way someone wrote this for you. There's no way someone was in that time and that place that this verse came from, you know. And then I think that's why I like I fuck with a lot of more. I don't even know the word for it, like um, rapper, storyteller, Mm -hmm. artist, I guess, you know, like I am still to this day why I love uh dance with the devil. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's such an intense story. Yeah. And things like that and why I love Big L. Big L was a huge storyteller, you know. And um uh Rizza. Rizza is a great storyteller. I've always like honed toes those artists because yeah. I I like how a song builds cuz it's you know when it when you tell a story it's authentic, you know. And I and I like that. And yeah. I, I'm stoked to fucking hear this album because you know, I've known you for a while now, but, you know, everything I hear from you and, you know, my favorite songs like Heater 2 and Pickle Rick, of course, everybody's favorites. But, yeah. you know, I, I'm i excited to see all the things that comes out from this album that you're about to drop that you haven't got to talk about in your past albums, the past songs, because you just found a way to convey them, which is yeah. awesome, you know. Um, when are you planning on dropping the album? I mean, I'm doing singles, so I'll drop, I think, probably drop five to six singles before the album okay full. so i think we'll start dropping in march in march hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah and so not long but you know and, and and we were talking about this earlier um it's 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 funny that you were saying that you've been saying heart hop for years yeah and and now it's become kind of a movement kind of thing and it's it's just grown and snowballed and snowballed like it's got to feel weird to start something and have people just like back behind it so hard but it it, you know it's such a good thing and i think that it's it's just going to keep growing especially with this album you know i hope so yeah i hope so i think it's something special i think it would be weird to me if i hadn't been doing it for so long um, but in, in that case, that that's what also makes it weird. Cause I did it for so long without catching on. I just fucking stuck to my guns, dude. You know what I mean? You were like, just like, hard hop all day. I was just like, I'm not, I'm not fucking giving this up. Like I believe in it. Like I believe in what I'm doing. I, I think it's right. I think it's dope. I think it, it should catch on. I think it's something, there's something special here. And I'm stubborn in that way of like, I feel like I have good taste and you can't convince me that I don't <laughs> like, I think all the shit that I like is dope as fuck. You know what I mean? Right. So in that sense, if I like what I make should be dope as fuck. Cause I like dope shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so all I have to do is make stuff that I like, you know? And if I believe in something and I think it's cool, my, my taste I think is cool. So it, it you know, history would show that it also is. So I stuck to those guns and now that it's finally catching on and people are latching onto it the way I had always hoped. Um, it's just, there's a, it's a lot of reassurance just in that sense that and, I was right. And, and uh, it is special. And I don't know that if you meant it this way, but I feel like even the, the term hard hop when I feel like for a lot of dudes out there, it is hard to convey emotions and for them to hear one of their favorite artists or an artist that they've listened to for a long time, convey the same emotions they have, you know, and it'd be okay to be like, Oh, this is a heartfelt fucking song. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it'd be okay to be like, Oh man, that fucking song's emotional. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's, that's still hard. The whole manly fucking, yeah, I guess that song's okay. I'm like, bro, I've had songs I listen to that fucking made me break down in fucking tears. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, you know, I, I like the, the idea of the movement and I don't know. It's pretty cool. I'm going to take a hard hop to here. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> 
I think it's important. <laughs> the thing about hard hop is not see that. I think there's the misconception <laughs> is that it's all like about emotional shit. And that is vulnerability is being able to show your emotions, I think. But a big part of vulnerability to me is is leaning into the shit that you like and talking about the things that you're into unapologetically because so many people don't. So many people are closet lovers of things. It's easier to hate on shit publicly. You know what I mean? If you sit down with a bunch of homies, it's easy to be like, oh, did you hear about blah, blah, blah? Yeah, fuck that. That shit was whack. Or did you see this movie? Yeah, shit was whack too. Did you see that? It's weirder for people to sit down like, yo, dude, did you hear that? I fucking love this. I like this. Like, this was awesome. I saw this online. Like, did you see this? Like, this is dope. So when I make, I'm like, I'm going to, I like comic books, dude. Dude, Loki's one of my favorite new songs you dropped. So like, (laughs) what, am I not able to talk about that? You know, can I talk about that in my music? That, and that's a vulnerable place. To talk about the, even just talk about the things that you love, because that is an extension of you. And therefore, if you're letting the world see these are the things, this is me. You know what I mean? I'm not just this person who's self-deprecating and thinking about, you know, shit in my relationship or breakups or drug addiction. I'm also this person that loves a lot of stuff, you know? And do you accept me for the things that I like? You know what I'm saying? Do you accept me for the things that I'm into? Like, I like talking shit about, you know, like a Nicolas Cage line or, you know, just a bunch of different fun shit. Well, yeah, you made an entire song about DC comic book heroes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that's, that's fun. Like it's, it's off the cut, you know, cusp of normal. Cause I feel for, for so many years, like it was literally just a mold of every single hip hop artist just over and over again. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm not saying it was little Nas X, but I really feel that, since the, that time, it just became okay to make different versions of this type of music and yeah. it, and not be shit on for it, you yeah. know? Um, you know, the only music I think that should be wiped off the earth is anything Nickelback. That's just in my heart and soul. Oh, wow. I feel it that they should just be wow. eradicated. Like, you know how they have book burnings? Those Why do are people horrible. hate Nickelback so much? Nickelback burnings just burn albums of nickelback why do i hate them why do people Every, hate nickelback so much people hate and not nickelback. pearl jam do you want to fist fight on this fucking you like podcast? pearl jam but not nickelback who the fuck doesn't like pearl jam are you serious are you kidding me i don't like pearl jam why the fuck don't you like pearl jam oh just because of everything they do just because of <laughs> <laughs> and this like if you like it good for you but i, mean, I, I do it. not fuck with eddie vetter's voice even in the slightest wow that hurts a little bit. Uh, what I think it was like Nikki Six was having beef with uh, yeah, Motley Crue was having beef with Pearl Jam recently. Wait, they're all still alive. And I think he called he called Pearl Jam a brown haired band for brown haired people. <laughs> what the fuck? Is that not the best description of Pearl Jam though? <laughs> no. A brown haired band for brown haired people. Oh my god! The next thing you're to say is you don't like Alice in Chains. Did you know? Uh, uh, fact or fiction? Pearl Jam is jizz. It's a euphemism for jizz. No, <laughs> is it what not? Do do? I am going to get to the truth. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm never not going to be able to call. Pearl Jam jizz. Is it not? Or it's called jizz Pearl Jam. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I don't even know what the name Pearl Jam means, but I'm hoping I'm pretty sure it's jizz. <laughs> if you think about the consistency color okay. of jizz, <laughs> Getting back to it is the- a pearly jam-like substance. It is a pearly white colored jam-like substance. If somebody said that, I'd be like, that is the best description. Show me a better description of jizz than that. <laughs> I know, but it's just when you're saying it like that, every time I just think every time before a fucking uh, Pearl Jam song comes on, it's just going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> Any better. <laughs> okay, but the reason I don't like Nickelback is because I have. Everybody else doesn't like Nickelback. 
why does everybody know? No, that's trendy. why you don't like them because everybody else doesn't. No, I don't like them because I worked at a strip club for nine and a half years, and every day there was a girl named Barbie. She only danced to three songs, all three Nickelback, and I had to put this girl on stage at least ten times a day. So you're telling me that I have to hear the same three Nickelback songs every day, like forty-two times a day, and you're telling me. That I'm supposed to love Nickelback? No, no. Fuck I'm not no. saying you have to love them, but do you have to hate them? Do you want to eradicate fucking, it from music? They are dad butt rock. That's what they are. So is Pearl Jam, my friend. Oh, I hate to break it to you. you. What the fuck? No, no, no. You no. don't think Pearl Jam is dad butt rock? No. Listen, without... Pearl Jam is listen, classic rock. Listen, listen to this. Okay. The only person you have to blame for Nickelback is Eddie Vedder. Because without Pearl Jam, you don't get to Nickelback. How could you even say that? Pearl Jam is the bridge to Nickelback. You son of a bitch! How dare you? You're mad because it's facts. No! Yes. No! How is it not? You think we get to Nickelback if there's no Pearl Jam, we get to Nickelback? That's like me saying that John Cena is the bridge to hip-hop. No. No. (laughs) No, 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 no. I think I struck a nerve. There's no way you could say. Listen, I don't even love Pearl Jam that much. I just know <laughs> they're a great band. And, 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 and listen, I know there's people out there who are like, oh, I love Nickelback. Listen, if you had to hear it as much as I fucking did, you would hate it. You would. Hate I mean, I don't even like. I'm, I don't even like Nickelback. I just like the challenge. <laughs> just like the challenge status quo. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't dislike Nickelback, but. So I wanted to ask you this oh. earlier. Did you just hit yourself in the face of the mic? On purpose. <laughs> I was going to ask you this earlier. Uh, we were talking about tour. You just yes. got back from tour yeah. uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So what is the 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 worst place or the worst show you played? You don't have to say the place, uh, but what's the worst? No, I'm, I'm I don't want to shout out. There's a city that we not, all Not a city, hate. but like, <laughs> oh, they hated you? No, that we all that. <laughs> oh, you, everybody that was there. Like, I was like, no, no, can't do this. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, like, is there any, like, venues that have just fucked you over? You didn't go straight for a city's throat. You didn't have to be like, ah, fuck the city. <laughs> is there a venue that fucked me over? No, no, no. Just, like, a bat. Like, you got there, and there was, like, the stage was, like, a table. They had built out of two-by-fours. Because that's happened to us. We showed up to play a show. And they had, I swear to God, the night before in this bar, they had just built a stage out of two-by-fours they got at fucking Home Depot in the middle of the day. Like, it was so janky. Two of us couldn't stand on one spot because they didn't put support beams. And the the amps were bowing the stage. So if we stood there, the amps would have broke through. Shit like that. (laughs) I don't think, uh, not not at least, I mean, I've been playing shows for a long time. And I've played a lot of really, really, really bad shows. I played a lot of really bad venues. I'm trying to think if there's one that stands out as being, there's not, not any in recent memory that were bad. Uh, I think all the recent ones were have been pretty good. Everything on my tour was great. Um, I'm trying to. I mean, I've played shows that I thought were shows that ended up being house parties, <laughs> but those aren't bad. Those are like I. I like small shows like the that. only I time like I fucking parties. don't like something is if somebody sticks me on and just has just a bunch of like really inexperienced local artists opening, and there's like ten of them. And they all go over their time. Right. And the the thing I don't like that a lot of promoters will do is uh, just use your fans. And that was a big thing on my tour that we were trying to, to kibosh was promoters will just take your, it will just fucking beat your fans into submission, dude. Just hammer them with fucking, fucking nine inexperienced local artists who don't know what the fuck they're doing go over their time there's they they don't think about you know the the energy that you're the people showing up for you are giving and their time and all that kind of shit also feel like sometimes these venues they book uh bands together that would never play together so you're gonna get a whole different genre crowd too that's true and and i hate that and i was talking about this the other day the we are young festival it's supposed to come here to vegas mm-hmm. Everybody's like, oh, it's a sham. Maybe it's real, maybe it's not. Okay. But it I have friends who got cabanas there. We're gonna see if it's real. I can't even get a ticket to this shit. It's real for sure. Okay, so say it's real. How they do this lineup 
is so motherfucking important. Because if you put dashboard confessionals anytime after, like I say, a day to remember, or vice versa, what does everyone do at one of these big festivals? They push to the front and they stay there for their favorite band, right? Mm-hmm. The dashboard confessional crowd and the bright eyes crowd does not need to mix with a day to remember pits. So many people are going to get hurt because there's a lot of the bands playing that are pylon and pit mm. and pit shows. You think that people listening to Bright Eyes like are not going to get murdered in these pits? You'd assume they'd have them playing at the same time. That that's what makes the most sense. <laughs> like know? Bright Eyes and a Day to Remember at the same time? Yeah, just separate parts. You know what I mean? Separate they, stages. Well, they're apparently they're going to have a stage that rotates. I think they have the three stages. They all rotate. But what, what, that's so strange to me. Well, for what you said, it makes sense. You play dashboard at the same time you're playing, you have knocked loose playing. You know what I mean? Knocked loose is going to be good. Yeah, very yeah, good. Really good. Pretty stoked for that. If they had leftover crack playing, I'd be so stoked. I don't think they do, though. Or the dwarves. That'd be amazing. That's, I feel like it's a little out of the genre. It's a lot more pop punk, but it could work. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Echo, before we go, man, uh, we've been bullshitting about all kinds of weird shit, but uh, yes. tell everybody, first off, where they can find you, your music, all that good stuff, and you know all everywhere. the stuff you got coming up. Everywhere. It's but, Echo, you spell it E-K-O-H. E-K-O-H. On everything, right? Well, it's Echo Music on every platform. TikTok and Instagram and all that other shit. YouTube, Spotify. And you just, uh, you had a new video drop recently. Firefly video just dropped, Yes. Uh, I like it a lot. <laughs> here, here, I'll take over for you. Yeah. Uh, so you get better at promos. Gentlemen, ladies, have you checked out Firefly, the new album and uh, the new single come out by Echo? Make sure you check it out at youtube.com slash echo music for the new Firefly music video coming your way. Check it out or get your dit dick sideways. I think I should strip <laughs> after that. <laughs> Well, Echo, man, it's always a good-ass fucking time hanging out with you. I'm stoked yeah, to, to fucking hear the new album. I'm stoked to get this. I'm stoked for people to hear your album, bro. I'm stoked for it, too, man. At least, I, you know what? I know at least, at least a thousand felons will like it. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have warrants, don't listen to shit. Just service the bass, dude. <laughs> service the bass. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you uh, for all tuning in and listening. And uh, as always, we have had a fucking blast here on Total Chat Show. Make sure you check out Echo's music. He's got some new stuff coming out for you guys. So so stay tuned. And until next time. Waffle House. We'll see you then. Go to Waffle House. Ask me about my wiener.